One thing's for sure. Okay, make it two things. Uh, your kids are spending too much time on the phone, most likely. And secondly, if they catch you spending too much time on your phone, they're going to throw it right back in your face, right? See, Mom, see, Dad, I told you. It's not so easy, is it? Hey, welcome to the Cool Dad Rules. My name is Bill Adams, and thanks so much for finding the podcast. As always, I really do appreciate that. Sharing it along, subscribing too, that's really important. You may not like this, but it all comes down to us. It's a tough lesson to learn. I think we're all working on it. We got to straighten out our own phone addiction before we can even think we say anything to the kids, though. And that's where my guest comes in. She's great. You're going to love her. Dr. Catherine Athens has doctorate degrees in clinical and health psychology. She's a licensed marriage and family therapist for over 25 years. All kinds of experience. It's the perfect person to talk to about this. First of all, Catherine, thanks for being here. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you. And and yes, this is a very tough, tough thing that we're talking about. And I guess we have to start with this. There's no doubt. I mean, this phone addiction is real. I mean, anybody that's ever tried to like go, you know, as a little social experiment, drop a couple of days and try to stay off your phone. It's a tough thing to do. Our lives are based on this now. It's it's real. It's real. Our whole life is in the phone. My client tell me my whole life is in that phone. Right. I, I said, well, start by turning the phone off, putting it in a drawer for an hour. See if you can go a whole hour without the phone. And when you do, and if there are kids, I say, go to your kids and have a project already, maybe a drawing project with your kids, saying, I put my cell phone in the drawer for an hour because I want to be with you kids. Now, this is going to make a big impact on the kids because... When you go to a restaurant, when I've been at restaurants, I see a table and the mom and dad are on their own phone and the oh, yeah. kids who are young are looking like, aren't we, aren't we important? Sure. Or I'll see someone walking down the street with a baby on their phone. How about the baby? So it's important we stop and think about what we're doing. And even though the phone has become now a little computer with all our email, mm-hmm. all our contacts, it is not life. It is not uh, connecting to our kids. And if we can start with an hour each day, it's an hour of phone-free time for everyone in the family. Right. Then we can work up to an hour and a half. I as little increment, <laughs> a little, but and then two that, hours. Isn't that like any addiction, though? You got to try a little at a time, I guess. But it's tough because. You know, work is attached to this and, and other school things and your connection to your friends and uh, all that entertainment that comes in. Well, that's what makes it so hard. And also, we happen to not be using our discernment. I mean, the phone rings or the little thing rings and we have a message and boom, we're up before you know it. Yeah. Getting that phone, not even thinking, is that important now? Right. Do I really need to address this now? Right. What can wait till tomorrow? We've lost all of that. We are now uh, uh, slaves to the phone. The phone rules us. I'm here in the Silicon Valley, Mm -hmm. and people are out of their minds because (laughs) they'll work and and maybe sleep four hours and then drop dead. Yeah, I guess it goes back to we, we can't even begin to talk to kids as parents and have any credibility about putting the phone away unless we do it ourselves. And they can see right through it. They know exactly. Like my example at dinner the other night, they knew exactly what I was doing. They knew I was grabbing for the phone. So I guess we start with this. 
To find out if you have a real phone addiction, what are the first obvious signs you got to look for that should be red flags anyway? Uh, if you put your phone in the other room and you walk away and you feel like part of you is missing. <laughs> like a limb, right? Like a limb. You've got an addiction. You know immediately. You start missing your phone. Yep. If, if you start putting your phone in your bed at night with you, you know you've got an addiction. I have clients that if there's five minutes where they have to sit and wait, yeah. they're on their phone playing a game. Yeah, that's, See, that's what it is. That was my next question for you, doctor. If it's not even, we, you and I have been focused on work-related things. Oh, don't even start to assume that we're all just doing work all the time. There is so much entertainment with streaming entertainment, with just digital games, with everything else happening there, or it's just a, an app you like to play with every once in a while. That I mean, that's... I think even more than work that causes a lot of the phone addiction. I agree with you. I agree with you. And of course, those games are engineered to capture your attention. Sure, sure they are. These guys who make these games are very smart about getting you to continue with that game and getting addicted to the game. So where is the game? The game's on the phone. So, you know, therefore phone addiction strikes again. Well, those and are those are those Silicon Valley engineers that drop dead you were talking about. They are. They're the ones who, <laughs> they are, believe me. And uh, you know, we have a huge problem here with all of that because what happens then is people forget how to speak in words. Yeah. And I have a few engineers who speak, but they leave three or four or five words out in the sentence. Sure. I absolutely sure. think it's killed a lot of communication skills. Absolutely. No doubt about that. And as far as being aware of your own, you know, again, from a parent's perspective, would this even count? I've always wondered if this would be a, a useful experiment, actually counting somehow, some way, how many times you actually pick up your phone during the day. Because I think if I, I'm afraid to do that, because if I ever actually checked on that, I think I'd be, I'd shock myself. Well, it's true. It's true. I would say that no less than a hundred times a day. Wow. I would say no less than that, and maybe three or four hundred times a day. I'm not even surprised. I mean, that sounds like a reasonable number, but then when you break it down and step back away from that, you're like, whoa, that's, yeah, that would be a problem. So we got to limit it somehow, but let's say that we're able to to conquer that. And let's say we're we're the parents who get a pretty good handle on it, or at least better than we were, right? And then it comes the phase where we need to, and this is where I go to the the uh, family therapist part of your background. How do we communicate that message when we think we've gotten a handle on phone addiction to the kids then? Because we got to have the credibility first. Well, I think the best way to handle it with the kids is to be direct and honest. Yeah, yep. And parents hesitate to do that. Kids know a lot more than we think kids know. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're observing us all the time. We are the main focus of their whole life and have been since they were born. So your kids know you. So don't try to get away with skittering around the truth. Say, hey, I seem to have an addiction to the phone. Do you think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mom. You know, uh, oh, okay. How would you... Let's ask the kids, how would you help me with that addiction? Mm -hmm. And I bet they can. Of course. Because isn't they have wonderful ideas. And isn't there something vested? There's a vested interest in them because if they're helping you, they're getting more attention, right? You betcha. 
That's it. They're getting more attention, and it makes you more real and more um, approachable mm-hmm. as a parent. And you say, you know what? I'm going to work on this because I want to spend more time with you. Absolutely. And explain that, you know, that everybody has trouble with this. Not just them, not just we, but everyone. Because, again, the phones are designed to keep your interest, to keep you on the phone. And uh, I've been talking or I've been reading articles, and it was the AMA and the CDC that recently said you should not be on your phone for more than 40 minutes at a time Mm -hmm. and do not put your phone next to your head, Mm -hmm. uh, that it actually has more radiation than is acceptable. And to put your phone in a case and then in your briefcase or in your purse and turn your phone off and be aware of how much you're turning it on again and again and again. I, I love the signs you went through to try to figure out if you got this problem. But it sounds like awareness is so key, doctor, to it. Then working on it. Love your idea about working in the kids to help you, you know, work them into it and have them help you with a phone addiction. And they're much more likely to listen to you. And it seems like we've spent a lot of time talking about all the evils of this modern technology. Let's face it. It's pretty great, too. It's keeping us more, if we do it right, that's a big if. It's keeping us more close in contact with each other, too. I mean, <clears throat> that's the intended purpose, and it, it is kind of great that way. Absolutely, and it's wonderful to be able to know when your 17-year-old is yes. driving in a car. Sure. You have, they have instant access to you. They don't have to go find a public phone somewhere, especially if it's dark. You know, it's, it's uh, safer for kids. And you can keep connected, and you can keep connected to relatives, really, literally around the world. Believe me, I'm you know I'm preaching to the choir here. Uh, (laughs) We got to be able to get over our own phone addiction to be able to kind of get impart that information over to the kids so that they use them properly too. So. That's the name of the game. Dr. Catherine Athens, thank you so much. you got great experience. This is why you're so great to talk to, and I would love to have you on again because you have so much experience from a clinical aspect, also in the family aspect as well. But how do we reach out? How can we find you online, social media, anything to read up more on you and stay in contact with you? Oh, thank you. If email me at KatherineAthensPhD at Yahoo. And, uh, but go to my website, KatherineAthensPhD.com. There's lots of different stuff. There's some of the radio programs I'm doing. I also have a a blog, and I have a podcast that I do. So there's a lot of stuff, and all my books are there. Beautiful. Thank you so much for having me. I think in a gentle kind of way, you were able to explain that, you know what, we got to work on ourselves first (laughs) before we try to preach to these kids. So I appreciate your time. We'll have you on again soon. Thank you so much. Yeah, told you. I had a feeling that's the way that one was going to go. What's the rule here? You want the kids to put that phone down every once in a while? You guessed it. We have to, too. we got to work on us first. Well, we can do it, parents. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me. It's Bill Adams. The Cool Dad Rules. Thank you so much for subscribing me and sharing that along. That is awesome. Always appreciate that. More good stuff on the way. And please feel free to reach out on the Cool Dad Rules Facebook page and the Cool Dad Rules group. Thanks for hanging out with me. And we will talk to you soon.